Morning family, welcome to the Morning Devo. Today is Friday, so it's going to be called the Money Devo because every Friday I dedicate Fridays to health and wealth. Amen. Wellness, all that that plays a part in getting our lives back together, squared away according to how God wants us to live out this life. Amen. One life to live, but in eternity that God promised us forever and ever and ever and ever with Him. But this time here we have on this on this planet, on this green earth, right? Uh, we we can make the very best of every day um, that we share together. Amen. So good morning. This is Friday. A lot of people say Friday, Friday, yay. And um, I'm going to make it a pray day, right? Um, Friday's pray day. I know a lot of people, Friday's payday. Amen. I got something I received. I receive on Fridays as well. Amen. But as a believer, amen, I like to like look at things a little different. So a lot of people are happy Friday's here. A lot of people are happy that they get a weekly paycheck. Amen. I'm happy just to be alive another day. Amen. To be honest. Um, so shout out to God Send Studios who hooked us up with this um, Kingdom Culture shirt that you see in front of you. Amen. And um, I'll, I'll leave a link uh, sooner or later. I want to connect with the brother um, Gino Santana, who is the CEO, amen, of God Send Studios, um, who makes these uh, fresh t-shirts and you know all kind of merch that represent the kingdom of God. So I like this one, Kingdom Culture, amen, because I'm kingdom-minded. And hopefully by the time this is all said and done, you yourself will be kingdom-minded when it comes to health, when it comes to wealth, wellness, when it comes to everything that's happening right now in this planet, on this on this earth, in this world, because we are facing tremendous times right now and we need God to really intervene in the lives individually and and our communities as well. So I know you've been hearing a lot of um, protection of your immunity. A lot of people have, have compromised immunities, that their immunity has been compromised. Or if you, if you have a compromised immune, immune system, so that word has been buzzing, trending. Amen. So like I said, I like to think differently when it comes to these type of things that are happening um, on this planet. So I like to say... Um, community compromised. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Because with, if your community is compromised, amen, a compromised community can really be a bad situation for you and for me. Amen. Um, no matter how you slice your pie on the subject, a uh, compromised community is a very dangerous thing. So we're going to be today in Proverbs 27 and 23. Amen. And we're going to be sure of some things. Because I know if we're not if we don't make a decision on what we're going to do, um, then we're never going to make. That is your decision. No decision is your decision. Based on what you're thinking about, based on what you're thinking about doing, based on what's happening in your life, if you make no decision, that is your decision. You decided to do nothing. But I'm hoping and praying and trusting the Lord that he will continue to work on my life, in my life, and in my mind, amen, and all my mind, and do the same for you as well. So God bless you. My name is DJ Sam Rock. This is the Morning Devo. I try to do these Mondays through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So shout out to everybody on the podcast, everyone on the lives, and also I'm on Twitch. I decided to make a Twitch channel. My, why not? Amen. And it's DJ underscore Sam Rock on Twitch. Yeah. And I was up late <clears throat> looking at the feeds in my kind of like category. And there's a lot of weird things going on. Amen. And it's like I literally saw a video of a lady. This is a true story, man. I can't make this up. 
and she had um I think it was like fourteen thousand viewers. Some some crazy number like that. I think it was one of the highest viewership that I've seen in my category kind of on Twitch. And you know what she was doing, ladies and gentlemen? And um it wasn't it wasn't really I don't think it was pornographic. I don't think it was pornographic. She had these two um things that looked like uh microphones, right? One on the left, one on the left, one on the right. And um she had these things that looked like ears. But of course they weren't ears. Hopefully not, right? They were some kind of mechanism that was connected to the microphones. All she was doing, ladies and gentlemen, to get all these viewers and everybody's attention, and she was streaming for a long time, licking them. And she the the thing was licking ears. Microphone ears. Uh and people were all into that, you know, whatever. And I was looking at that. I was like, wow, that's what grabs people's attention. That's what kind of community uh, they're in. Um, so I'm like, yeah, a compromised community can really mess a lot of things up in people's lives, people's perspectives, with people's health, right? Physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And for sure, in people's wealth, because then she was also getting donations from for that, for doing that. And it was um, almost $1,000 in donations for just being on a screen for hours licking on microphone ears. Can't make it up, ladies and gentlemen. So, with that said, I know we're in a culture that is bent on self-gratification, um, is bent on looking a certain way on social uh, filters now is a big thing, um, losing weight, having uh, prestigious connections, prestigious jobs or careers, online businesses. I, I know a lot about what's going on. Amen. I'm not a guy that sits in front of the TV and watches the news all day, but I do know what the culture is pretty much up to. That's because um, I'm in the kingdom culture doesn't mean that I'm not looking at the culture of this world. Amen. That is outside of the kingdom. And I pray daily for me, my family, protection, health, and strength, and also for you and your family and everybody that's connected right now. Amen. So let me give some shout outs to um, Brother Damien. Good morning. God bless you. Welcome to the Morning Devo, which is the Money Devo, because we're going to talk a little bit about financial things according to the kingdom of God and that perspective. So good morning. Welcome to the Morning Devo, my friend. Roberto, God bless you, my brother. Blessings, blessings. And um, tomorrow's the big day, right? So uh, we'll be getting together soon, my bro. So let's do this. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or any prayer requests, or if you know somebody um, that might not have a Twitch account, they won't find me on Twitch because they don't have one. And if you're on Twitch, I'm live streaming right now on Twitch as well. Um, DJ underscore, right? That little line, Sam Rock, and you'll find me there. On Twitch now and also on YouTube, streaming live right now, DJ Sam Rock, and of course, um, live on social media and of course the podcast. But now, if all those ways are not the ways you know that a person that you might have popped up in your mind right now, that you've got wind of right now, right? Um, they don't have none of that, you can send them straight to the website, soulwinnerswithaz.org, and right there on the front page, um, they can see this and they can hear this, uh, whatever they want to do, right? Um, but if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or any prayer requests, please don't hesitate to share them. Questions, you know, I'll try to answer it to the best of my ability. If I can't answer something, amen, right away, live on, on the live stream or on the podcast, I will get back to you ASAP 
with either an answer from me or an answer from somebody who knew the answer to your question. But I will always, you know, direct your attention back to the scriptures, to the word of God, to the all-knowing, all-seeing God that we serve. His name is the Lord Jesus Christ. And also on the screen, if you're watching, amen, the visual part is a question. Did you give your life to Jesus? If you scan that QR code, it'll take you to a resource that I created personally to help you um, sort out that question. Because I believe that's one of the biggest questions, if not the biggest question that you can answer in your life and on this part of on this side of eternity and this part of life. Amen. So let's get together and let's pray right now. And then uh, we'll take a minute to share this out. Why not? We'll share this out to as many people as we can by whatever means we share it. You could even share this through an email, a text, right? A messenger. Amen. I'm giving you some ideas. There's so many ways to share things now that it's um, practically unbelievable. And there's no excuse that somebody would miss something um, that's important, that they feel is important to them. Amen. So, Father, I thank you for today. I thank you that we are able to come together as a community, um, that we're able to do this online. We're able to do this in person. And we're also able, Lord God, to trust and really look at your word and activate that word in our lives today. Father God, thank you for a new day. Thank you for a new start. Thank you for fresh breath and air to breathe. Amen. Although we are facing um, compromised communities all around this world, all over the earth, you are still sovereign. You are still King of kings and Lord of lords. You are still our protector, our guidance, our healer. Amen. And our refuge. You are our savior. And I pray, Lord God, peace be still over every single life, every single mindset um, that's going through chaos right now. I pray peace be still and know that you are God over their situation, in their situation, in their families. I pray health, strength, protection to every single person that's listening and watching. And I pray, Lord God, that you would do the same for me and my household because me and my household decided to serve the Lord. And I pray, Lord God, for all those who don't believe in your word, that you, Lord God, will show up in their lives. And you'll show up and reveal yourself to them right now during this time, during this place, during this space, or whatever time they watch this video or listen to this podcast. I pray, Lord God, that you will sense their senses and you will reveal yourself and they will sense your presence in their room, in their job, in their dorm, wherever they're at, Lord God, that you will find them in their place and you will take them from where they are to where you're, you are. In Jesus' name, I pray this by faith. Amen and amen. So let's take a minute, ladies and gentlemen, to share this out. And when we come back, we'll be in Proverbs 27, verse 23. I'll be right back. Amen, amen. We're back. So let's get into this word real quick, and then we'll we'll just share with one another, man, what this 
what this might mean in your life, what it might mean in my life, amen, and what God is trying to say to us today, right? Because when it comes to money, people get, oh man, Sam's going to start asking for money. It's Friday, so he's talking about money. So let me hop off of it here because I don't want him to put me through a guilt trip or nothing like that. None of that is going on here. Um, none of that should ever happen here. Amen. Um, but I understand because when it comes to money, right, people get a little bit, you know, standoffish or they put up a wall. But God speaks about money more than a lot of other topics in the scriptures. I think God spoke about money and finances more than he spoke about heaven and hell combined. Right. So Proverbs 27 and 23 says, be sure you know the condition of your flocks. In other words, the condition of your community. Give careful attention to your herds. Give careful attention to the people in your community, to your herds, your flocks. Careful attention. Why? Because who you connect to can cause you to be influenced by those type of connections. And I wrote, communities are bound together by a shared environment and a network of influence. So... A lot of people say, no, I'm good, and they're hanging out with people or in a community that is not good for them, and they say, no, I'm good. I don't do those things or whatever. You know, I hear people just flying out to other states and hanging out with people that are totally opposed of the lifestyle of a kingdom-minded person and basically just being in that environment. Listen, I've been saved since 2001, and I don't think I could still flow in those type of environments for too long, amen, without being tempted to do something that would compromise my influence, that would compromise my faith, that would compromise my walk. I don't know about you, but the scriptures says that bad company corrupts good morals or good character, right? I'm just that type of person, old school, right, thinking if the scripture says it, then I believe it. So, it, it depends whether you're in a community of business people, a community of believers, a community of, um, you know, genders, um, lifestyles. If you're a community of pride or whatever the community you're in, it all depends. In those communities, you probably have some authority in those communities, believe it or not. You have you're influencing somebody. Somebody's being influenced by what you are doing, good or bad, right or wrong. Let's just face it. People follow whoever they want to follow according to their lifestyle, to the issues in their lives, and what they can take. Amen? Uh, it could be even be in your workplace. It could be, you know, anywhere, pretty much. Like, you could meet somebody at a coffee shop and have a conversation, and that conversation might influence them for the good or for the bad. But uh, if you have some kind of financial insight or you have a business or you have a thriving community of believers or anything like that, you know that's a, an influence that people are looking for. Those type of influences, they want something positive in their lives. It could be a place of work, a place of uh, financial institution, or even your own income can be an influence to somebody else. So one thing that I know is very important, if we work hard, we are able to play hard but if we work hard doing the wrong thing, then we're going to be working hard doing the bad thing. And our compromised community is going to be compromising our thought life. It's going to be compromising our businesses. It's going to be compromising our health. Yes, you surround yourself with naysayers. You surround yourself with negative energy. That 
one way or another in time. Amen. That's why I say you shouldn't really engage in that for too long because it will compromise your own health. And there's science to back that up. If you're surrounded by a whole bunch of negative people, people who are always depressed, people who are always angry, people who are always uh, oppressed by whatever their thought life, their lifestyle, addictions and addictive behavior, all that stuff, then you yourself may be in line to be next, to be falling in line into those areas. And that's, you know, a warning to the wise. So you start asking, how is my financial state? Where are I, Where am I with my money? And the scripture says, right, be sure you know the condition of your flocks. What's the condition of my family? What's the condition of my church? What's the condition of my community? What's the condition, right? You start asking those questions, a lot of things are going to start popping up in your thought process. Do you know what you spend and what your costs are? What you spend? Do you go out every day and eat? Do you um, binge on Amazon? I'm guilty of that sometimes. I got to watch that. I'm an Amazon junkie. Amen. Me and my wife. And we're always receiving packages pretty much every single day. I don't know if that's good or bad, but thank God they're not things that are putting us in debt. And thank God we're not using credit cards to get these things. We're paying these things by cash on glory to God that he allows us to do that. But do you know what you're spending? Do you know how you're spending? Do you know what your costs are of living and all that? Uh, A friend of mine that's doing well financially, and he's a brother in the Lord, he always says, listen, I'm rich. Not because I have a lot of possessions. He's rich because he lives within his means and he has more than enough. He has a surplus of finances. He has a home. He has his health. He has his family intact. So that is a wealthy man. Amen. I want to be like that one day when I grow up. Amen. And I'm believing I'm right there or like right right in that area, right in that realm. And I want you to be in that realm as well. You know, satisfied by what, but by what God can do in your life. Amen. Content with what you already have and living within your means. Not living outside, not not getting a Range Rover. I was at the mechanic shop um, the other day getting my car back from the shop, right? And I'm joking with the mechanic and saying, man, this, is, this bill is heavy. It was pretty, uh, pretty heavy bill for repairs, right? Thank God I had the money to pay for this repair. I thank God for all of that. I mean, I don't take that for granted. And um, and then he was like, you think that's bad? You think your your bill is a lot? And check this out. And he showed me a price list of some damages that needed to be repaired on a Range Rover. Amen. Listen, the lights on that Range Rover were over $1,200 just for the headlights to be replaced. Right? The left bumper, the front bumper, all this, all these crazy prices. I was like, wow, that is crazy. And he told me, yeah, that's a rich man's car, rich man's vehicle, but the guy who got it is not rich. That means that person is living outside of his means, living outside of his finances. Amen? So that might put a hurt or a damper in a situation. Drive around with a Range Rover, you might be thinking, man, this person got it together. This person got a lot of money. And when you really look closer, right, they really don't. Some of them do. Some of them don't. So these are the questions we should be honestly asking ourselves. Do you know what your future requirements may be? How long will it take you to reach your goal financially? How long will it reach you, take you to reach your goal with your health and your weight and your, and your wellness? All of that. That all falls into play. So Friday, when I dedicate these times for wealth and health, it's for a purpose and a reason. 
Amen. I'm trying to gear us up to get ready for the weekend because the weekends, a lot of time, if you're like on a health diet, right, the weekends are a challenge. If you have some off time, some people work through the weekends, which is is actually beneficial for them because now they can stay focused on their health. They can stay focused on their wellness goals and all that. But if you don't, if you have the weekend off, it could really be challenging, right? Like, let's tell the truth. Let's be honest. It could be really challenging. The weekend comes, it's like, ah, man, I worked hard or I did everything all week. Now I can hang out and chill on the weekends. Brother Benny, God bless you. Good morning. Welcome to the Money Devo. Today is Friday. So, um... Are you putting away enough to retire? This is huge. I'm literally in contact. We're playing phone tag because every time the people call, amen, it's a Christian retirement planning um, um, corporation. And they have a way that you would be wealthy in your old age. In other words, you have more than what you need when you retire. Amen. And they're faith best. Faith best. Faith based. Amen. And I'm connecting with them. And I'll, I'll give you the ins and outs of that after we do um, have the first initial conversation. And it's like been a phone tag. It's crazy. I guess they're in a different time zone. So are you putting away enough to retire? Are you reducing your debt? All these questions are very important, man. Not only to me. I'm thinking that. I'm thinking about the next generation. My kids and their generation, man. I'm, I'm really sold out. People who know me know that I really do things for other people a lot. Because I know that I'm a little bit getting up in age, so as my time is coming to an end, I know other lives are just starting, amen, and my family, my kids, you know, amen, you know younger people, right, um, so let's do something as the older generation for the younger, and let's show um, the power of God through our lives, and let's not really let our communities be compromised, right, we don't want a compromised community, we want a community that's building up. We want a community that's influencing people in the right direction and leading them to the to the Christ of our lives, to the Savior. Amen. So, basically, like this ministry, um, my tax guy always tells me, "Listen, you can't be making like profits the way your your incorporation is set up. You're in a ministry, so what's coming into your ministry has to be going out." Amen. So it has to be like a revolving door. So when I receive donations, I try to help other ministries and other families with that ASAP. So when you provide a donation, when you support this ministry, I'm using that support to support other families and other ministries. It has to go out the same way it came in. Amen. So best believe um, when he looks at my books, when he looks at the end of the year of what happened, uh, he makes sure that's cleaned up. Amen. Even if I have to, like, last minute, just give away a portion of the money so that way there is no profit to it. Amen. That's the way I set up my incorporation. You don't have to set it up like that. You could be all for profit. I'm a not for profit, not a non profit, not for profit. Um, the way I set up my um, incorporation years ago, since 2008. And God has been blessing it. Amen. Uh, can I live off of it? No, because it's not for me to live off of it. It's for others and for the community. Amen. I'm trying to make sure that the communities around me are not compromised by the garbage that the world is throwing and by the lies that other people who are money hungry are doing. Um, you know, uh, thank God that there are people in my life 
that hold me accountable to what I say and to what I do. Amen. And we need to have that in our communities. We need to have that kind of accountability in our families. We need to have that accountability as men and women of God. And we need to have that accountability in our churches that we attend as well. Amen. So discipline and management of our finances. Listen, um, I was doing trades, like money, currency trades at night. Late at night because I'm a night owl. Plus, there's some advantages of doing late night trading from the U.S. Because then we're waiting for other markets on the other side of the world to open up so we could exchange currencies and trade currencies. But when it comes to that, um, that part right here where it says discipline and management, honestly, I wasn't disciplined enough to do it. Why? Because I was seeing success. I was seeing money flying into my account in a matter of two to three minutes. For instance, this is an example. I would um, trade currencies. Say, I'm just making an example. Amen. I can't tell you the details because I think that's against the law to tell you the, um, the currency things. But let's give you a, 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 an example. This is an example of what I was doing. And I stopped for a little bit. And I don't think I'm quite ready to get back into it. But this is it. It's like it's 1230 in, in the morning, our time. And now on the other side of the world, they're just opening up the markets or what have you. So you would um, stick, take round numbers. You would take uh, $50, right? And place that as a currency trade against another currency, right? And in a matter of two or three minutes, uh, it depends. You could get up to 80%, 85% of return on that $50 if the trade is, is good. I was doing those trades, 80% trades. So if you do the math, and I'm talking about two to three minutes max, you do the math. Um, if you got that trade to work, amen, and everything goes good. And mind you, you have two professional traders on a Zoom with thousands of people telling you when to place the trade um, and all that good stuff. So you follow the directions, you're listening, you place the trade, and you win. You just made... Uh, 80% back of the $50 that you put in, in return. So that's five times eight, right? Uh, if you do the math, you're making all of that in one trade in three minutes. Now, when discipline came, I was looking at that. I was like, wow. And automatically, my mindset started doing this gambling mode. Oh, if I put 100 I could have doubled that money, tripled that money. And that's not the way you do it. That's when discipline comes in. That's when accountability comes in. Nobody was awake at the time. I'm a night owl and I'm doing night trades um, pretty much um, with no accountability. That's why it's good to do those things with somebody else in the room, physically in the room with you, amen, to keep you calm and make sure you're level-minded. So my, although my community online and the team that I'm on is not compromised per se, amen, I was compromising my mindset. My mindset was compromised when I was seeing all of that coming in in a matter of minutes. Amen. If you're a disciplined person, I'm not suggesting you not trade. I'm suggesting you do, but you have to be disciplined. If you want more information about that, inbox me. Say, give me that info about how you were doing night trades. And um, listen, basically, to make a long story real short, right? Uh, I was making in two nights of trading, I was making what people make in probably two weeks earning a 40-hour work week and two nights of trading. Discipline, ladies and gentlemen. 
um, falls into place. So it could be a painful process, though, of being disciplined over your debts, being disciplined over your health, being disciplined over your money and finances, and making sure that you don't have a compromised community around you. That could be painful because it, it makes you make decisions based on what God wants you to do and how he wants you to live. And Proverbs 27 and 23 says, be sure. You have to be sure that you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds. In other words, pay attention to what's going on around you. And what are you doing? Amen. So it's painful. It's a painful process to monitor sometimes because sometimes you might feel all alone. Some, You know, a lot of people... I really keep my circle small because a lot of people, even though I do this publicly, amen, and I love people, but when it comes to my personal things that I'm doing, like I just shared that that night trading is pretty much personal to me, but I'll share it with you guys publicly because I want you to know that people are doing it, and I've done it myself, and I've seen um, the success with my very own eyes, but I wasn't disciplined enough to stay in that process of trading um, meeting the goal on my trade and then stopping the trade. I would trade after the fact. And then that's when I got into trouble or when I was trading currencies outside of the boundaries of what I promised or my goal, the set the set goal that I set. So I would make my goal <clears throat> and keep on going for more. That's not the way you do it. But I, I share that because I know I'm not the only one that will probably struggle in that area when it comes to seeing all that money flying into your account in a matter of minutes. Um... So that's why I share those things. But if I don't have uh, accountability, if I don't you know, know the Lord over my life, if I don't have uh, a mindset of you know, just doing what God asks of me to do, then I'm going to fail in every area. With my health, wealth, communities, my friends, my family, my marriage, everything will fail. That's how important this is. That's how important that if you watch and pay attention... Right, according to the scripture Proverbs twenty seven twenty three, and be sure you know the condition of your flocks. If you're not making sure, if you're not paying attention, if you're not being careful, Amen, of what's happening in your community and around your community, you want you won't know when you're in a compromised community. You won't know because you're not paying attention. Amen. So my my goal today was for you to pay attention, to ask these questions about your finances. To know where everything's going. If something's coming in, why is it going out so quick, right? You have bills to pay um, and you have X amount of money in the beginning of the month. Now the bills are showing up and you don't have no, you know, no portion to pay those bills. Are you tithing? Are you giving offerings to your local community church? I don't know. Amen. And some people have a whole different perspective on tithing and offering. Listen, I try my best to give. Amen. At, for everything. Like every need I try to give. And listen, don't be ashamed if you uh, see a need of a community or of a person that you know and you only have a dollar to give, don't be ashamed. Give that dollar. Why? Because that's one dollar closer to meeting the need of that community, meeting the need of that person. Like point blank period. And don't despise um, little you know, offerings. Don't despise little tithes. Amen. Because God could take a dollar and make it into a million dollars. Why can't he? Amen. Whatever God touches, he will multiply and expand. So that's basically all I had. Uh, you know, a little quick prayer that you could make. Amen. Over this, over this type of uh, financial mindset um, when it comes to your health and when it comes to your wealth is ask God 
to look over your, your books, look over your finances, look over your herd, look over your family, look over your community. So that way it will not be compromised. You won't have a compromised community. Because what did I say earlier? I said communities are bound together, right, by a shared environment. And if you're in the right environment and everybody's sharing that good vibe and that good environment, amen, hopefully it's a Christian environment that you're in, um, you're going to be in a network of good influence. You're going to be in, in a network of good influencers. So if you ask God to look over, make sure everything's in order, amen, and according to his order in your life, then you could ask God that, you know, you can ask God that in your prayers. Pray that over me. I'll pray that over you. Continue to pray for me and my family. We're living in these times that um, uh, this immunity thing is coming up again. And, you know, we might have to get masked up again very soon. Uh, let's continue to pray for one another. Uh, people are getting um, sick with this virus. Um, there's been deaths um, because of this virus. And call the complications going on. Listen, I know what's going on. I'm not, you know, bypassing what's going on. But I'm going to stay kingdom-minded. Amen. And I'm going to stay in touch with the Lord and Savior. My Lord and my Savior, the Lord Jesus. No matter what happens to me or whatever happens in this world, I'm going to stay focused on what he has. So, I hope you were blessed. I hope you got something out of here. Read Proverbs chapter 27, the whole chapter. Um, but I focus on verse 23 today. On the morning Devo, which is a Monday Devo because this is Friday. So enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend. Hopefully we can get back together soon. Amen. And um, I've been very busy this week. We uh, are on the last day of our uh, vacation Bible school in my church. For v- it's called VBS. Uh, we do this every year. We couldn't do it last year because of the whole COVID lockdown and everything. But thank God we were able to serve the children in the community. Now all of those kids go to my church. It's a beautiful thing to see parents from outside of our community of believers, outside of the community of our church, show up with their kids. You know, I met a young lady yesterday um, that I never met before, and I was asking questions and say, and she did not sit down through the whole thing. And I noticed that she was watching. I said, "Oh, you must be watching your child." She said, "Yeah, this is my first, you know, BBS. This is my first week letting my child, um, you know, partake in whatever." But she's watchful. She's practicing um, this scripture. She was being sure to know the condition of hers, her flock. And she was being careful and paying attention to her herds. Amen. And and it's crazy who her daughter was next to all that time that she was watching. Next to my daughter. Amen. So I'm hoping and praying that my daughter was a good influence to her all this week. Today's the last day. Pray uh, for our VBS Transformation Church, uh, things called Rare, Rocky Railway, amen, that was the theme uh, for the kids, and they're enjoying it, they're loving it, we transform the whole church into their own playground, amen, and they get um, to have fun, and they get the gospel, amen, because we're trying to create a kingdom culture in the communities around us, so compromised community, are you in one? Are you in one? You will never know if you're not paying attention, if you will never know if you're not sure of the condition of your flocks. You will never know. So get into the word, my, my friends. Proverbs 27. Read the whole Proverbs, but we focus on verse 23 today. So God bless you. God keep you. And remember always that God is good. Peace.